Welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. Uh, I'm Mike Hanford. I'm here with Jeff Dutton. Hello. And you know Tim Kalpakis. How's everybody doing up in here tonight? That's, that's us. Oh, sorry. I cut <laughs> you off, Tim. That's us. I was just saying tonight. To d- yeah, yeah, tonight. yeah. Good, good. Oh, God, edit this out. Yeah, because we record at night and everyone listens to it at night. <laughs> Don't listen during the day. Listen at night. It is the Halloween special blowout. Here we go. <laughs> That that's uh my, what I'm imagining as how a skeleton dances the type of music. Oh yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yes. Tim, you got a nice pumpkin back there, ready for the for the this Halloween special on the blowout. Yeah, I can't wait to carve it. Yeah, you're gonna put a uh, you put a candle in that thing. I'll put a candle in it, and then I'll take the seeds and toast them up for a nice autumn surprise. <laughs> oh, Tim, how devilish. <laughs> what a time of the year where you can just cook up seeds, and it's a autumn surprise. What do you guys do for Halloween? You know, you got your, some people, adults, don't care about it. Then you got your kind of people who go nuts and party on Halloween night. Then you have your, kind of in Los Angeles, you got people who spend eight weeks kind of talking about Halloween. And watching movies. Where do you guys fall on that spectrum? I gotta say, I think uh, I think Halloween has gotten bigger. Like, I look forward to it more as the years have gone on. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the past couple of years, I've been like, hey, Halloween's a fun time. I think last year I carved two pumpkins. That's how into it I am. Whoa. <laughs> two? <laughs> two. <laughs> Uh, but I, I watch the, uh, I watch the horror movies. I like the haunted house stuff. Of course, that's not happening this year. Oh, sure. I did go into a, uh, I went into a corn maze a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had to go through and, uh, I didn't have to, I paid for it. <laughs> did you get out? I got out. <laughs> I just Bad bashed in the walls. I, I got panicked and went right through it. You had to go through and collect clues and the clues were, uh, like it was a, uh, code like numbers would be uh, correlating to letters. Then you bring the numbers outside the maze once you get out, and you decode the message. And of course, the message was, "Let's Happy give Halloween." Them. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was, "Let's give them pumpkin to talk about." Oh, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. And the maze did something where they change it every week, so you you can do it many times. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I do. I go hard every other year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going nuts right now. Are you are you guys dressing up this year? Um, <laughs> just around my apartment. Just yeah, to dress up and just walk. Uh, maybe out the front door. I haven't dressed up in quite a while. I feel like the most that I do these. I'm not anti Halloween, but the most I do is movies, and I do like. Actually, I I, uh, I I don't know if this is Halloween or just fall, but I feel like I've got some fall music that I listen to. Like really. I'll, I listen All to, the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then I pause it before he gets to the California part. The uh, smashing pumpkins, I'm sure. That's actually, I do. That is one. I feel like oh, mel- okay. melancholy and the infinite sadness. I bought it in a in fall, <laughs> the year when it came out. So it does. Actually, no. My big fall album is "Bad Out of Hell" by Meatloaf. Mm. Uh, I feel like that's like uh, 
I, I, not intentionally, but every October it kind of comes into the rotation. And the I bat, say, of great. course, being uh, one of the uh, Dracula's forms. Yes, Count Dracula. Now, Bat Out of, bat out of Hell, uh, the cover scared me as a kid. Yeah, it's that like dragony thing on top of a mountain and uh, motorcycles riding That's, past it. Yeah, a dude just like ripping a motor, like a ghost rider motorcycle up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it has that sort of like fantasy painterly look that I just knew was like, oh, that's not for kids. That's for like, that's for adults or, or like bad kids. It's a cover I would see and be like, whoa, this must be some hard music. What is yes. this? And, it's and, like, and oh. then you hear it and it's like this sort yeah. of musical theater like rock. Like a bat out of hell, we got a hell of a deal. <laughs> and we're doing like a ringy ding dong. <laughs> Mike, those are not the lyrics and you know it. It could be. <laughs> Should be. Okay. Hey, come on. It could have been. What could have been? You can hear the Sloppy Boys play Paradise by the Dashboard Lights on Highland Park TV on YouTube. Yeah, that's a fun one. Check it out, YouTube.com. It's like a TV network made just for you. <laughs> yeah, we should we should start plugging uh, plugging YouTube here. Uh, unpaid advertisements on the on the blowout. Tim, you say you don't dress up for Halloween, so how come I have so many pictures of you dressed up as Bruce Springsteen? I yes, I did. Uh, I did a lot of. Springsteen's right in a row. <laughs> as, as, uh, mm-hmm. This is this is maybe when I'm like 23. Actually, thinking back, most of my Halloween costumes my whole life, I never did a scary guy, and I, and I never did the cool movie of the moment. I think I always, when I did dress up, it was just dressing up as whoever I wanted to be at that moment. Because I think when I was a kid, I was Wayne Gretzky a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, one time I was Dick Tracy. And my mom made me a yellow <laughs> coat. But then into like college and in my 20s, it was like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and, and then eventually just Bruce Springsteen every year in a row. <laughs> but different Bruce Springsteens, because you might be thinking Dutts of a born in the USA era Springsteen. Yes. But I also sometimes I've done like black jeans, black shirt, black vest, and I'm like modern folky Springsteen. <laughs> Springsteen on Broadway. I'm sure it was not confused with anyone else. <laughs> oh, everyone in the street. Springsteen for sure. He's out. Devils in Dust era. Hey, did you ever do Rishi Valens? My, my first ever original favorite rock singer. I, in kindergarten, on picture day, told my mom that I wanted to look like Richie Valens. <laughs> so it wasn't Halloween, but it was real life. Even better. And my in my kindergarten yearbook, I'm wearing a Western shirt and a bolo tie <laughs> uh, because I love Richie Valens so much. Man, it's I don't know if this is an L.A. thing, but uh, a handful of times, not in, in the autumn Halloween times at all, I've seen kids walking around with their parents in like coffee bean or the grocery store just dressed as Spider-Man. Or yeah. dress, dressed as Elsa. Yeah, I think that's like little kids are doing that more. The parents are just sort of like, that's what they want to wear. And what a cool thing. Yeah. I would have loved that growing up. Oh, I want to dress like Luke Skywalker. Okay. <laughs> well, in Big Daddy, Adam Sandler's character used to let that kid uh, dress however he wanted. Last year I had a, I will, I will say a very screen accurate Marty McFly, which I've been, oh, yeah, yeah. I've wanted to do for a couple of years. Well, that's funny. You, you did look good in that. I remember that. You had a really nice vest, oh, yeah. which has now made its way into your regular rotation of uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> autumn clothing. Oh, the entire, I mean, like I fully have just worn it as my clothes. Wait, you had the, you had the Marty McFly uh, uh, Back to the Future 2 hat, right? 
Yeah, my sister gave it to me. Cool. Yeah. That w- wasn't part of this costume, but yes. I see. I see. Do you have the Nikes from Back to the Future 2? No. <laughs> you got to get those. Lots of people have the, them. The super expensive ones? No, I feel like I've seen like improv kids on Herald Night wearing them. Oh, it can't be too expensive. The future ones? The self-lacing Nikes? They don't actually self-lace, but like the Nike ah. version of it that you tie up yourself. Um, that's funny that you, Jeff, combining both your stories about Richie Valens and uh, Marty Fly. When I was a kid, after I saw uh, Back to the Future 1, I remember putting on a red vest and going outside and just like trying to flip a kickboard. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kick flip? Flip a skateboard <laughs> up into it. Oh. <laughs> flip a skateboard up into my hand. Oh, yeah, just kicking the, the tail. Yeah, uh, and because he it, does yeah. that when he goes into school. He just pops it up and walks in. And I was doing it, like, over and over again. And I remember my, it was either my brother or my dad came to the door. I was like, Mike. I was like, yeah. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you dork. <laughs> What's, uh, what is this? You're just standing in the driveway by yourself flipping this up. You look nothing like Marty McFly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was cool. Hey, remember when we did that Back to the Future uh, location tour? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was, that was very cool. Early in our arrival to L.A. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I was never like, we're out in Pasadena now. Where the hell is this? And you're probably thinking, uh, you know, these guys paid some money, got on a cool van, and had a nice, like, uh, somebody toured them around and talked about it. No, no, we found a list online and drove to them ourselves and looked at house, and, strangers' houses. And we ate lunch at the Burger King that Marty Skateboards passed. <laughs> and then we all... We, you know, if you're not used to eating Burger King, it makes you sick. And then the whole second half of the day, we were like, whoa, we're sad. This was the under the sea dance. It's funny. We went to the the church at um, Hollywood and Vine, right? No, Hollywood and and Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, by the. It's this big old church, and they have a gymnasium, and that's where they filmed the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And we were kind of poking around, and all the doors were locked. And then a groundskeeper saw us and was like, hey, you want to see the inside? (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was a, it was a really cool uh, thing where the guy instantly knew what we were after yeah. and showed us like here's the stairwell where Marty like uh, stops and see looks inside or whatever. That scene made such an impression on me. Marty playing Johnny B. Good, and I feel like that might be one of the reasons why I'm kind of a weird guy. Is like <laughs> me as a kid watching Marty do that. I'm like that's so cool, and I want to be like that. But he's doing Chuck Berry, and that stuff from. 30 years ago and that yeah. wasn't cool i shouldn't have, i you, you shouldn't be emulating someone who's emulating someone else right and also marty mcfly was like not cool in school like he was a dork his friend he only had one friend and it was a 70 year old guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well it's funny because when you get older you get to like look at a lot of these movies that you loved in uh the context you get to look back and kind of see the context that they were released in like we loved hook but Hook did terribly. Right, right, right. I, right. I love The Thing, but The Thing was a flop because it came out on the heels of E.T. So yeah. the nation had like benevolent alien fever and they didn't want to see a scary paranoid alien movie. It's so sad when you hear it. But uh, with Back to the Future, that came out after Fast Times at Ridgemont High and everybody thought it was going to be too sweet mm-hmm. because it didn't it didn't have like teen sex and like drugs yeah, or yeah, yeah. drinking or whatever else. There is one of you guys... Uh, knows the story about this better than I do because you probably told me about it. But um, the early version of that script was like uh, Marty and Doc like pirated videotapes and sold yeah. drugs or something. Yes, yes. That's they so... pirated VHSs and sold weed. <laughs> that's so funny. But it's that funny thing where like, I don't even think that's their, the early drafts 
like they were then told to be more like fast times. So they played up the weed and they played up the sex. And then they, you know, the whole thing with them was that they didn't want to bother their friend, Steven Spielberg, because Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis kept going to Spielberg and, and being like, Hey, remember us from USC, help us get our movies made. And they kept bombing. So with back to the future, they didn't want to bother Steven. And then they eventually like, Steven, can you help us? And it was a Mondo hit. So the lesson is, when your little Ithaca friend Tim comes around saying, hey, help me out <laughs> with my podcast, you know, upload it to Patreon for me. <laughs> I think what my lesson, lesson I learned was I'm going to Spielberg with some of my half-baked ideas and saying, can you just make this for me? Put Tintin in it. I don't care. You guys mentioned Spielberg. You mentioned Michael J. Fox. These are celebrities, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is reminding me that to celebrate our Halloween special, I know that you guys love celebs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. More than anything. I've put together a little quiz that ties Halloween and celebrities together. It's the celebrity candy quiz. What? Celebrities who famously love certain candy treats. Would you like to play? Wow. I thought you were going to say certain candy quizzes. Well, they they if they listen to if they subscribe to the Patreon, they'll probably love this quiz. I don't think I know of I can't think of one celebrity who has a a known candy hankering. Well, you're about to get beat in the quiz. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't fare too well in the quizzes on this show. You're about to have 5 minutes of no fun. <laughs> no, I was trying to make these easy. Well, there's one stumper, but it's not it's only just because I'm the only person on earth that could know it. But I'll give the you some stumper notes. for the chumper. Okay, you guys ready to be grilled? Yeah, let her rip. Please. Okay, question number one. This POTUS loved jelly belly jelly beans. Nixon. No. Ragone. Ragone. Oh, fuck. You're thinking of the wrong Republican, my boy. The wrong crustly this old. Is, this is why I don't trust you with the polls, Jeff. Yeah, who are you voting for? Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay, I'm pulling yeah. that big Kanye lever. Cha-chung. Okay, you got your Reagan jelly belly. See, that wasn't hard. Here you guys were thinking, Tim is out of whack, man. This guy yeah. is... <laughs> what is this guy's deal? Wait, how many, how many questions are there? Five. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. That's great. And let me keep track of the score. Dutty has one. Okay. No no no, 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 no. I have, z- I have zero. <laughs> That's why I don't trust you with the polls or with the score. Wait, Mike got that? Mike got that. Yeah, I got Reagan. Okay. Uh, Handman has one. Dutty has the big old goose egg. I'm drawing a big goose egg here. Okay. Question number two. This contemporary comedian loves take fives. What the fuck? This contemporary yeah. Los Angeles-based comedian who you both know Take five. famously loves Take Fives. This contemporary LA comedian that you both know used to have in his Twitter bio that he likes Take Fives. And he likes him so much that he eventually did something with Take Five or, or something like that. Oh, man. Is he a stand-up? He does stand up. Okay. Kumail? No, but you're on the right track of the type of a kind of a guy. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He's not John Mulaney. 
Oh, Kroll. Nick Kroll. <laughs> Famously loves take fives. Eats them all the time. Really? And was a brand ambassador. Big fan of the. Well, I know. Rocks. I know he likes uh, like snacking. He's always making jokes just about snacking. But I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I never. Oh. I never focused in on what what, what always, the actual snacks were. You tuned out too early because if you let him finish that sentence, he was on. Yeah, take I said oh, he likes snacks. Okay, general snack guy. I'm done. Question number three. This funny movie character drinks a bowl of M&Ms. Oh. Now, wouldn't that be funny if I just blurted out the right answer? It's very much gift on Twitter. Oh, yeah, shit. sure, sure. Or gift. Um, he's sitting, he drinks the bowl to comfort himself. He's crying. He's sad. Okay. He's it's a, a movie character? character? It's a film character. Tommy Boy? No, very close. He sp- he likes to spill those all over Spade's Richard's new car. <laughs> yes. And I'll give you this. Tommy Callahan uh, has a similar body type to this film character who is also overweight. And he's, and he's he drinking? He drinks some. And here's the M&Ms. other one. This character is not overweight in the entire film until. Oh, Sherman Clump. You got it, Jeffy. It's the nutty <laughs> professor himself. Eddie Murphy is sad on the couch and he drinks the M&M. That Eddie Murphy is pouring with charisma. Question number four. Wait, um, that was a Jeff. Uh, Jeff, you got two, right? So Mike has one and Jeff has two. Damn, I gotta, I gotta really. No, no. Kick it I think Mike, Mike, gear. Mike got two. Mike got two. Oh yeah, who got cr- Mike got crawl. Mike got crawl. Oh, okay, Hanford has two. <laughs> Wait, I'm all lost here. Guys, the wheels are coming off the blowout. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Blowing out the wheels. Oh, no, no. Who knows what number question? Here's the next question. This is a layup, ready? So it'll be real fast. You better you better blurt the name out. Okay. Okay. This weird little dude followed a trail of Reese's pieces. E.T. Yes. E.T. man, the extraterrestrial dude. Okay, and the final E.T. man. I actually don't love that you called him weird, but keep going. You don't think he's weird? I mean, where he comes from, he's normal. That's true. Ah, lesson. Yes, that's a good lesson for all. Give me this. He's not terrestrial, though. Okay, he's not terrestrial. He's a little extra. Hashtag extra. Yeah. Okay, The final. you guys both have <laughs> yeah. two, so this is the tiebreaker one, <laughs> and it's a weird one. Tiebreaker one? No, of- it's a tiebreaker tie question, Okay. and it's the final question. Oh, shit. And you couldn't possibly get it, so I'll give you some clues, but- Bill Baxter, you guys know what a what a, a backstage rider is, right? Yeah. Yes. It's like you're a celebrity and you're going to be in a green room. Tim, no Tim, we're, Tim, we're rocker dudes. Yeah. Say no more. You're rocker dudes. We have these things. For the lay people who might be listening, it's something that your agent or your manager puts in your contract and says, make sure this thing is backstage or in the green room or in the dressing room because my client likes this thing. Okay. And, and a lot of, you know, the big, the, the thing is a lot of rock stars put crazy things on there just to see if anyone's reading these things. Yes, and they separate the M&Ms, and we don't have to go into Wayne's World Part 2. But <laughs> as you recall, your little friend Tim used to uh, be an intern at uh, Craig Kilborn, and I used to have to get hey, this stuff. Not only your little friend Tim, your little friend Mike Hanford was in there. That's true. So maybe you were there for this. Oh, great. So somebody's got a fucking leg up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You better nail this one, Handman. Uh, this this was one of these things that I had to uh, make sure was in a dressing room for a person, and it is. <clears throat> this 
disgraced sitcom star requested Starbucks chocolate-covered graham crackers in their rider. Matthew Perry. No. This disgraced sitcom star who was huge in the 90s made a recent comeback and then really shit the bed. Charlie Sheen. Even more recent than that. God damn it. Huh. This woman was known as the domestic goddess in her stand-up. Roseanne Barr. That's the one, Jefferson Dutton. Wow. Roseanne Barr, in her backstage writer, requested Starbucks dark chocolate-covered graham cracker cookies. And we put them in there. And then and she said, thank you so much for doing this. I know it's no, a little much. No, she didn't eat them. I went in afterwards, and she hadn't <laughs> opened them. So it was one of those things where just her agent said it. Um, and the top story is that Jeff has won the celebrity man ca- candy quiz. I had it right there. I had it in my hand the whole time. J- Tim, uh, speaking of candy and Craig Kilborn, the Craig Kilborn show, do you remember what we used to do? Candy's a sticky substance. It can be. <laughs> yes, it can be. Uh, after the tapings, Tim and I would leave the little like room that we were in. And we walk up, and if Craig Kilborn was ever walking behind us to get back to his office, <laughs> Tim and I would do something called the sticky walk, where we all of a sudden start walking really slowly <laughs> so he would catch up to us. Yeah. And and maybe have an awkward interaction, or like we'd say, good show, and be like, yeah, <laughs> go right by. We us. always timed it. We were walking up this long ramp of a hallway. But no, you know, one time we said, hey, sticky walk, when the head writer was behind us, and then he eventually caught up and was like, you guys are writers, right? And then... I I eventually wrote some five questions for that show. Yeah, yeah. And it's some of the first jokes we got on TV. So the sticky walk. To all the young aspiring comedy writers out there, use the sticky walk. <laughs> Find yourself a ramp. Don't walk so fast. All these kids in comedy these days. That's the quiz here on the Halloween special of the blowout. Oh, baby. It's ho- I can't believe it's Halloween time again. Yeah, it's more of a blowout here on the podcast than it is going to be on actual yeah, Halloween, I feel like. That is a bummer. I remember, like, as as we're still in COVID times, it was like a month ago that L.A. was like, there will be no trick-or-treating. Yes, and then they they quickly were like, you can, but we don't recommend it. Oh, really? Well, oh, I didn't hear about that. I was going to do the thing. I was going to put some razor blades in the candy for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, so don't trick-or-treat at Tim's house. Uh, I heard some people are doing that thing where, like, uh, or some parents are trying to figure out, like, how to uh, make it safe. And they're getting, like, long uh, cardboard tubes and, like, you know, dropping candy through them to, like, shoot out into the kids' bags. That's fun. Yeah, that is fun. It's a little slide for the for the things. Um, yeah, it is so funny thinking back early COVID times. Uh, Tiger King was so great. Oh, oh yeah. Tiger! I mean, come on. And that's gonna be that's gonna be like the that's the go to costume, I would think. Carol Baskins and Tiger King himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was thinking about this is pre COVID a, a great Halloween party I went to. Did I ever tell you when I? Well, you remember when I played dodgeball on the when dodgeball was like such a hit in like 2010. The movie or the sport? The sport. Remember, you know how like. People, adults were playing. I remember you always heading out the door with, yeah, a, yeah. with a ball and saying, see you at the end of the day after I have all my fun. Yeah, it's dodgeball time. It's it's 2010. This is what young people are doing. Yeah. Well, remember, I was on that team with Whitney Houston, you remember? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That In retrospect, big. that's insane. Right. But it was, a, you know, it was a, hollow, a Hollywood thing. This Whitney Houston was our team. And she was great. She was uh, she could catch any ball you sent at her, but she could not throw. She could not throw worse shit. Bless her heart. She couldn't throw. She just couldn't throw. And if she was ever the last person in, on our team in, she would just eventually get out. And, but we loved her. She was great. But we did we did a whole Halloween party thing. We went to like a tiki bar. Did I tell you about this? Your dodgeball team? vaguely, I I vaguely remember the dodgeball team. We did because it was around. It was like the first, last game before Halloween, and we all like dressed up for our game, and then right. went out to a tiki bar. Right, and right, I was, right. I think I did a simple mummy, just some you know cloth Toilet wrapped paper, around. Yeah. Whitney was uh, uh, Raphael, the Ninja Turtle. It was her favorite one, so she dressed that way. Um, uh, yeah, and so we go out <laughs> to this tiki bar. What's that? <laughs> no, it's just. I just it's it's amazing that I when this happened I remember it and it didn't make an impression on me and in retrospect it's very interesting. Yes, it is interesting. <laughs> it's because it, you wouldn't think you, like even the star the biggest stars of pop music they dress up for Halloween. And Whitney Houston, I think like oh she's she's into uh, Leonardo, but no no it was she was Raphael Raph. the, the whole time. She liked the attitude of Raph. Yeah yeah. Uh, so we went out to this zombie bar and I remember. Uh, we're ordering drinks. Everyone's figuring out their drink order. And she doesn't know what she wants to get. And she's also strapped for cash. She just didn't have a lot of cash on her time. I don't know. Yeah. She just didn't have her wallet with her, whatever it was. Sure, yeah. And I know a you know, Grammy winner doesn't have cash, but it happens. And uh, so we're, I'm telling her, get a zombie because it's a lot of alcohol. It's a good bang for your buck with the amount of alcohol in it. Right, yeah. So she, didn't know to, she wanted to get a zombie, but she didn't know what to expect. Um, so she was just going to roll the dice, but again, she didn't have much money as, as I just said. Right. Yeah. Um, so we get up to the bar and I said, okay, uh, Whitney, you know, what do you, what do you want? I'll take a chance with the zombie. I want to get three sheets with the zombie. Just fill my hands with two zombies. If they're buy one, get one free. Yeah, I want a glass filled with zombie Then I'll have a repeat of the zombie Don't got much cash right now on me Hope there, buy one, get one free Wow <laughs> Wow Yeah, so she, she sang that Wow at, right, right there at the bar It's amazing because she's famous for her, uh, you know, vocal prowess Yes Right, I think she's always she's a singer. She's a singer at heart, and I think she's just always kind of singing. But yeah, she just didn't have the cash. She was hoping she could get a buy one get one free. She must have brought the bar to a standstill. Yeah, her pipes yeah. singing that in the, in the middle of a crowded bar. I think Jeff. I I think maybe if she wasn't dressed in such a good uh, Raphael costume. Oh, I forgot people would, about people would have noticed. It. Yeah, she Raphael she had the full costume. mask on and stuff. I mean, she lifted up a little bit to sing, but. Um, but so she's, yeah, I was, okay, we're going to get a zombie and she orders a zombie, uh, and the guy's making it. And then she starts getting, uh, like really nervous and that see, she didn't like, cause she didn't know what to expect. She had never had one before. She didn't know what it was kind of like going to be like. And, uh, <laughs> her big thing was she kept saying like, but what if they hand me like a drink and I don't know since I've never had it and I take a sip, I wouldn't even know if it's the wrong drink. She said. Okay. 
And I said, don't worry. It's going to be okay. They're going to give you the right drink. It's going to be fine. Eventually, the bartender handed her a drink. And, but she was still so nervous, and she like wouldn't take a sip. I said, Whitney, it's going to be fine. And then she turned to me, and she said, she said this. She, I, I, I'll never forget this. She turned to me and said, How will I know if this is a zombie? I'll say a prayer that it's a zombie. And if it's not, I'll probably leave. I'm asking you, what do you know about these? Is that like you know much about zombies? You had one once seven days ago last week. You even said it tasted too sweet. Not ready yet. I'll just have a tea. Woo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe. Can you believe that? She said all that. She said all that stuff. And she, there she was. She ordered the zombie and gave it back, and she didn't have to pay, and she just had a hot tea. That's wild. I recently watched that Whitney Houston documentary, uh-huh. and they didn't mention any of this. This feels like stuff they should have covered. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's it's just weird because they probably didn't cover it in that because it's like, it's not very interesting. Her old dodgeball pals, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I found it interesting, but maybe that's just, maybe I'm weird. Well, you find it interesting because I'm in it, and I've, you know it's it's cool to have, hear a friend's story or whatever. Yeah, it's good to hear a friend's story. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no, it's interesting and it's good. Yep, it's good. So yeah, that that was just a uh, that was one of those uh, before COVID times when we can go out with our friends and man have fun. And this was uh, what what year was this? That was uh, that was uh, I said 2010. I could be. What am I wrong about that? When did she die? <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was when she was alive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Hey, speaking <laughs> of going out <laughs> speaking of going out in LA on uh on Halloween, do you remember I heard this uh were you the guys there? Did you get either of you guys see Pee Wee Herman live? No, no, I remember that was coming to town though. I saw I uh back when they were like testing the show before they went to Broadway. It was like, hey, it's coming to like the Fonda or something. Me and Jessica bought tickets to see it. And then so many people were buying tickets that they canceled the show and moved it to a bigger venue. And it was downtown at like, you know, the Microsoft or something. But as a thank you or an apology to the people whose tickets had been canceled on the original dates, they offered an extra Q&A after the show. And um, uh, Paul Rubens came out. And kind of was like shooting shit with the audience for half an hour afterwards. And it was great because he's super cool. And he told this story about, you know, how every year on Halloween, there's a huge party in West Hollywood every year, but this year, and mm. it's, it's a, it's a parade, but then it's also just a big, uh, wild fun party. And like out in, in the streets and everywhere. They out like the shut streets, it down, right? Out in WeHo. Yes. Yeah. Um, he, Paul Rubin told a story that when he was at peak fame, mid eighties or whatever that was, he was hanging out uh, with Larry Bud Melman from <laughs> <laughs> from the Letterman, Letterman Show and Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, man! It was Halloween, and they were like, and they came up with the idea, like, "Hey, there's the fun party happening in West Hollywood. We're too famous to normally go to parties, but tonight is Halloween, so let's go to the party." So they all bought masks, like, like cheap like drugstore masks and went walked over to the big parade in West Hollywood and had had a blast 
just getting that's to be so crazy. If you're a celebrity, that's your one night a year to to go hog wild. Man, that's the coolest. Yeah. What a cool threesome too. You're like Pee Wee Herman and Michael Jackson, and then in the mix, Larry Bud Melman. <laughs> I can see, yeah, Pee Wee Herman and Michael Jackson. I can see more, like actually see them getting together because they're, they're so just strange, like pop culture figures. And then Larry Bud Melman. <laughs> Chris Van Artsdale and I met Pee Wee Herman before they did the Pee Wee Netflix movie, and uh, we did we did not direct the the Pee Wee Netflix movie. I don't know if you uh, yeah can, right if, if you remember <laughs> yeah right. But we did have a Zoom call with him, and he did he told us a story. I don't know if it was the first time he met Michael Jackson or if it was just an early time he met Michael Jackson, but he said that. Michael was so preoccupied and kept saying over and over that Prince was really mean to him. Because <laughs> huh. I guess I guess Prince dated Latoya. Hmm. Okay, and that there was always that like oh the king of pop the prince of pop sort of uh, rivalry right. at, least, yeah. Yeah, at least between the fandoms, and that uh, Prince was really mean to Michael Jackson. <laughs> and well, it seems like one of those things that I mean maybe it was very rude, but. Michael Jackson seems like he meets you and he's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so nice to meet you. And then Do you Prince have any is just... children? <laughs> Prince, he's not going to, he's not a gushy guy. He's a quiet genius. He would just. His whole thing know. is being like cool, like quiet yeah. and cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not going to do the moonwalk over to you and then go, he, 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 want to be your friend. <laughs> Which is what Michael Jackson would do, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, question for you guys. I know we did a quiz already as part of the um, as part of the Halloween special blowout. Sure. Uh, I've got another one here. Hit us with it. Ooh. We want that's it's a Halloween special, and what makes us so special is two quizzes. <laughs> People like I mean Halloween. I I equate Halloween with uh, guessing games yeah. every year. And this is a pretty good one, I gotta say. I, <laughs> this is uh, compared to mine. No, no, no. Uh, compared to my last one, which was the Tom Cruise one. I like that. Oh, that was difficult. This one is also best of 10, and it's also pretty difficult. Here we go. I'll ace it. And it's Halloween related? This is Pop Quiz Secret Identities. Whoa. <laughs> so this is characters in media who have an alter ego or are living a double life. Okay, I got some going on already. My mind is on fire. Okay, but I'll wait till I say this. <laughs> I'm not doing any conventional superheroes. But what so, about Bruce Wayne, Peter Parker? No traditional Marvel DC comic book. Uh, we're, we're skipping past those because they're a little obvious. When you say Marvel DC, you mean Marvel Comics and Washington DC? Correct. District of Columbia. Damn. Got it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm all amped up. Ready as I'll ever be, Jeff. I'll also say this. Yes. I'm going to say one half of the double life, and you say you got to pick the other half. So I, I'm not going to tell you if it's the secret identity or the regular identity. I'm just going to say a name, and you pick the other side of it. Oh Does that make God. sense? Okay. Got it. Here we go. Number one, Stanley Ipkiss. Tim, the <sighs> mask. Ooh, baby, Tim. Damn it. That's one of my all-time favorite movie names, Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> I'm on fire. Number two, Sasha Fierce. Tim, Beyonce Knowles, I'm on a roll. <laughs> Damn it. Was that like her Chris Gaines? Yeah, She did like an album as Sasha Fierce? Why do, why do well, artists she do did that? It, she did a Chris Gaines album, and then after that, <laughs> she did it. 
Number three, Spaceman Spiff. Tim Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Mike, is your internet connection okay? (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, uh, my readout here says it's the best it's ever been. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, you're getting the questions before me. Yeah, I just don't know the answers. Number four, Miley Stewart. Miley Cyrus. Um, Tim, uh, Hannah Montana. Correct, Tim. (laughs) What? Miley Stewart. Come on. My mind is ablaze. Miley Cyrus plays Hannah Montana, but on the show, her her normal real life identity is Miley Stewart. Boy, that's uh, a definition of, an, of a mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look up mind fucking Webster's. You're you're gonna see a picture of this quiz. <laughs> a picture of the text that Jeff wrote on his phone. <laughs> Number four, Quail Man. I got it. That's Mike. That's Mike going to answer this one, and that's Doug. Yeah, baby. Doug funny. When he put a belt on his head. Right, and he wore his underpants on the the outside. Guys, here's where it's going to get a little bit trickier. No, 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 no. Yeah, because we're having such an easy time with it. The back half is, uh, it gets pretty tricky. I always dread the back half. Number six, Scott Calvin. Hmm. Gotta be honest, doesn't even ring a bell for me. Scott Pilgrim? Scott Calvin. Oh, no, that was my (laughs) guess, Scott Pilgrim. Incorrect. Damn it. Yo, you gotta give us a hint now. Scott Calvin is one of many people to inherit the mantle of this character. Does that make sense? Is Um, it the tick? There, there have been many of this character. The one Dread of which Pirate is Roberts? Scott Calvin. Is he a pirate? No. Is, is he Batman? No. This is Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Oh, oh. A lot of people playing Batman, though. You got to give me that. I was looking for Santa Claus on you that one. You should have said that he, at one point, jiggles his belly. Yes. And Jeff, what do you put in a Christmas uh, quiz question here in the Halloween <laughs> special? Man, they check your calendar, dude. You lose a point, Jeff. <laughs> me? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're down one. Tim's got four <laughs> points, Mike's got a point, and Jeff is minus one. Tim has four <laughs> points, I have one. Number seven. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this? Hands on buzz. It's gonna come at you, it's gonna come at you fast. Okay. Yeah, good. Buddy Love. Buzz Buzz. Oh. The nutty professor himself. That's right. Do you know his name? Oh yeah. Um Clump. Sherman Clump. Sherman Clump. Hercules, Hercules. Damn. <laughs> Do you always say that when you're pissed off? Hercules, damn. <laughs> damn it. God damn it, Hercules, damn. All right, number eight, Caster Troy. Tim. Oh, shit, Tim. who is that? Oh, yeah. Nick Cage in Face Off? Yeah, but you got to kiss the other character. <laughs> oh, uh, Palmer Joss. <laughs> no, what the fuck? <laughs> I think that there's a character, movie character named Palmer Joss. <laughs> you should you should write that movie now. Yeah. <laughs> oh Palmer man. Joss goes to high school. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen. I saw that movie so long. Well, are we trying to think of like the character that then is what John is his, Travolta? What is his double identity? Okay, that's Caster Troy and Sean Archer. Ow. <laughs> Caster Troy. That's a good movie name, Caster Troy. Cage does that thing that we were talking about in the last blowout with uh, Tom Cruise, where it's like they just do their thing, and that's like, 
I guess good. <laughs> Dude, I, I like both those guys, but for sure. there's a real renaissance for Cage right now. In, right now? He's in so many like horror movies, like B-horror movies. Mandy and uh, Color Out of Space. Uh-huh. Oh, he had that thing like, like seven, eight years ago, he had that thing where he was busted on income tax evasion and he had to make seven years in one, seven movies in one well, year. Yeah, but I, I feel like when a guy like Nick Cage gets busted for like owing back taxes or whatever, he owns a ton of properties. He just doesn't have like liquid cash to give the government. Like he's not. Yeah, and what a card to play. Be like, fine, I'll be in seven movies this year. <laughs> I just have to say yes to seven bad scripts. Number nine. But it's funny when he, sorry, I, I got to get this thought out about Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, boy. It's funny when he decides to, like, turn it up. In yeah. some roles, it's just like, sure, I don't know what really the script is, but I'm just going to cage it out. And then some, it's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of play this a little more subtle. and Well, <laughs> you it see well. it happening with Caster Troy because he's the other guy with Caster Troy's face. He has to be like, I'm Caster Troy. And he gets himself <laughs> all revved up. And I think that's what Nick Cage does in his dressing room on all the other movies. <laughs> Are we ready for number nine? Yeah, baby. Now I am, yes. Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Oh, uh, beep, Mike. Uh, Ferris Bueller. Correct. Damn, I knew that Ferris Bueller, but you beat me to it. Number 10, this is the hardest one. If either of you get this, I will be very impressed. I promise to get it. I would like to impress Jeff. <laughs> yeah. That is a very special so Halloween special. <laughs> there's there's a reason I put this one last. I wanted to make sure your brains were primed for some yes. of these for some of these unconventional, you know, alter egos. Here we I'll go. tell you, I'm I feel like a mind freak right now. I am okay. ready. Well, Tim's ready. Mike, are you ready? I am so set and psyched about this, Jeff. Okay. Number ten. Daniel. Hillard. <sighs> kind of rings a bell. Daniel? Jeff? Hillard. Gonna need a clue. Daniel? Hillard. Daniel? Daniel? Oh, yes, Mike. That is... Look, we all fell in love with her when she popped on screen. Maybe her chest caught fire. Maybe she uh, <laughs> claimed something was a... Drive by fruiting. <laughs> yes, maybe she put her face in the cake and said, Hello. Yes, yes, we're certainly talking about Mrs. Well, I'll just say the last name, Doubtfire. <laughs> so yes, yes, we loved yes. her. We had to overcome. We had to look past all of the funny scenes she had. But, yep. but in the end, yep. we... In the end, she was a screw-up at the end. We loved her. That's right. That's a good one. Daniel Hillard is Miss Euphigenia Dutfire. <laughs> That's a good one. And hey, just to cap it off, I'm going to turn the tables on you, Dutton, because I just thought no! of one myself. You know how you want the tables to say just where they are and never turn? <laughs> yes, yes. Here's the quiz for you. Verbal Kint. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> I should have said Kaiser Soze, and then you would have had to guess Verbal Kint. Here's the other thing. I haven't seen that movie. I have not seen Usual Suspects. And you knew Verbal Kint? Yeah. Damn. You are good. This is why you're the quiz master. You know why, Tim? It's because I just prepared this whole quiz about (laughs) about all these secret identities. (laughs) And you chose to not include Verbal Kint himself? Here here are some names that didn't make the list. Ready? The Silver Surfer. Oh, God. Heisenberg. Kaiser Soze. Cranston. Yep. Blunt Man and Chronic. Is that uh-huh. Jane Silent Bob? Stefan Urkel. Wait, who's Blunt Man and Chronic? That's Jane Urkel. Silent Bob, right? Jane Silent Bob. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Old Ben. ben? 
Old Ben. <laughs> Old Ben. Drake Mallard. Drake? This is a tough one. Josh? Drake and Josh? That's Darkwing Duck. Huh. Ah. How about Herschel, Schmoikel, Pinchus, Yerushim, Krostovsky? Whoa. <laughs> now that's, the, that's the Camp Krusty owner. That's Krusty the Clown, baby. Yeah. What about Nathaniel Hornblower? Who's that? That's like, that's like an old novel, right? That's Adam Yauka, the Beastie Boys. That's his director's <laughs> alias. Oh. <laughs> oh. And finally, Foxborough Hot Tubs. Green Day. <laughs> Green Day, yes. And uh, uh, Weezer, you remember theirs? Goat Punishment. Yes, that's correct. Wait, what do you mean? What were they using those names for? When you wanted to like play a small club and didn't oh. want the word to get out. What were they? Goat Punishment and what was uh, Green Day? Foxborough Hot Tubs. They fl- they put out an album. They have an Fox- album, yeah. yeah. Hey, we should come out. Uh, well, we can't afford to come out with an album that's not under the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> yeah, so. I think that I think that even under the Sloppy Boys, we keep things pretty hush hush. <laughs> <laughs> All of our shows have been off the radar. Oh boy, what if we had an alter ego and and that band got real famous? They got a major label deal. Oh yeah, we we'd have a real Miley Stewart situation on our hands. <laughs> yes, yeah. Folks, it's time for some mail. Oh. Ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling. It's time for some mail. (laughs) (sighs) We hate this. Scott asks, I love to dress up for Halloween, and to me, nothing is better than a good costume slash drink combo, like dressing up as the dude and drinking a white Russian, Ah. or dressing as Dracula, drinking something that looks like blood. (laughs) (laughs) He he couldn't think of a drink that looks like blood. Red drink. What would your dream combo be? Mm. Um, I would dress like the cast of Beer Fest and have a big Stein, baby. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who, what would be a good one who wears like a, uh, like maybe one of the Bears guys who has like a foam dome thing. Do they ever do that in one of the sketches? I bet you could get away Probably. with it. Yeah, there's not a lot of characters who have like a, an iconic drink other than like James Bond. Right, right, right. I uh, Oh, you know what would be great is, have you guys seen Reanimator? No, but I gotta. I just watched a, f- a little bit of it the other day. Oh, you gotta see Reanimator, dude. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Herbert West is the character, and uh, it's not like he drinks this, but it'd be fun to like walk around with a test tube full of like neon green uh, Reanimator fluid and mm. and drink that. That'd be well, fun to me. That's what um uh, when Whitney was Raphael, she had like a little a cup of fake ooze that she was drinking. She did. Yeah. Ah. What if what if you dressed as the character from our last episode, the movie Cocktail, Brian Coughlin, and you you had a red eye drink? Yeah. Doug Coughlin. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Brian Flanagan. Brian Flanagan. Oh yeah. Go hey, back and listen to the last blowout, Tim. Oh fine. So you're Brian Flanagan and you're drinking a melogenuine draft. <laughs> I'll stick with the brew. I, I was at a uh, Halloween party last year, and uh, a friend of mine had a really funny uh, costume. He was a Benihana guy, and he mm-hmm. had, like, the Benihana uh, outfit. But he would flip uh, – he had Swedish fish in his apron, so he'd flip Swedish fish to people. Oh, that's and great. in his little, uh, like, squirt bottle, I think was, uh, like, a mixed drink or something. So he would squirt uh, mixed drink into people's mouths. Oh, yeah, because they have, like, the oil and water, right, yeah. that they, they just, like, shoot on the, on the grill. Oh, yeah. that's great. And he had the official Benihana uh, apron. I was like, well, how'd you get that? And he was like, well, I took a class there to like learn how to do it. 
That's good. Hey, how about this one? What if you're dressed as Garth Algar mm. and you had that giant tiki drink from oh, that one, one scene? That's a pretty good there one. There you go. That's maybe the best answer. Let's let's go with that one as our collective official answer. Yeah. It's official. Scott, that's what we're going with. If you got a question for the boys, email us at the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Any final thoughts here, guys? Happy Halloween to everybody near and far. Halloween, it's the one day a year you get to kind of be a little different guy. Yeah? Sure. You don't have to be that same old other guy you hate. (laughs) Hey, and uh, coming up after Halloween is we got election day, and good for you if you want to vote, but even better for you if you want to celebrate Mike Hanford's birthday. Oh, Uh, double dose. That's a big day. It's happening. Was that November 2nd? 3rd. Third. Damn, dude. Are you going to party at the polls? I'm yeah. going to party at the polls. <laughs> I'm going to bring a big, uh, roll a big keg down to the polls and see if they'll let me hang out. Well, that's our show. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Your contribution keeps the lights on, keeps the party rocking. We love you guys. We love these Patreon guys. Thank see you. Guys see and you. gals. <laughs> see you next. <laughs> see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Toodaloo.